If you're a giver, find another giver to love because the truth is you will be happier with someone who's more like you in this way, in this way, because chances are you've loved a lot of takers. And that's the paradox. A lot of givers will fall for takers. So you have to break a pattern. And part of breaking that pattern is learning how to get more comfortable with receiving and not making it all about giving and pleasing and over-functioning. You have to break the pattern of trying to earn someone's love. You have to break the pattern of love is I just give more even when they're not giving. Your whole love life, your whole life is going to change when you learn how to receive and you find someone who's aligned in that nature of yours, which is to give. You're listening to the On Impact Show. And we are back for another episode of the On Call Empath. You're listening to the top 10 recovery podcast on the web. And that clip that you just heard was from Jillian Tarecki, who is killing it on Instagram and has been on a lot of podcasts. And I've been following her. And I felt today's topic, I'm going to be talking about five ways how to receive. Because as empaths, as you know, we are all givers. We end up in a very dark, dark place when we have no more to give. So in this episode, I'm going to dive right in. The five ways to receive as an empath. Now, this might not seem, I mean, this might seem a little foreign for a lot of people. And you just, you don't have to be an empath. I mean, you could just be naturally a giver. And and we have to go back all the way, maybe to childhood. Maybe, you know, when you were, you know, in school and you were playing with people and you you figured out the only way to get things in life is to get people to like you. Maybe you got into a bad relationship. Maybe your parents abused you. Maybe, you know, uh, you were in a relationship and somebody abused you. And the only way you knew how to survive is to overgive. And I know this is a very big problem. Um, I mean, I know that's something that I'm not ashamed to admit that I am, you know, naturally a giver. You know, that's just who I am, and I'm not uh, f- afraid to say that. But at the same time, I'm also a person that I need to see some sort of, you know, effort from the other sides. So there has to be 50-50. It cannot be one-sided because that's the fastest way um, to lose me, and that's goes for everything in life. And that includes employers, includes, you know, relationships, you know, with family, uh, friends. It has to be give and take because when it starts to be a little bit more where people are, are crossing your boundaries or they're asking you to do a little bit more and you take that burden, of course, what does our nervous system do? What is it? The only way we know how to react is automatically say, yes, I'll, I'll work that extra shift or yes, I will you know, be the person in this relationship that's going to take care of everything and I don't need anything in return. That will cause a lot of pain down the road. And I'm not just talking mental. I'm talking physical. Your body will let you know. If you ever read the book, The Body Keeps Score, which is one of my top favorite books, and you're in pain, that pain is manifested through things like this, things of not speaking up, 
not asking for a raise, not asking out somebody that you want to, you know, maybe have interest to go out with, um, maybe keeping your mouth shut when you know you're right, but you don't want to rock the boat type thing. Those repressed emotions over time, I promise you, will be enlarged in some manifestation form and inflammation, back pain, neck pain, um, mysterious pains, cold symptoms, because how else would you explain things that just come out of the blue without any injury? And that's a whole another topic. Check out some of my other episodes on the mind body pain. I had like maybe 10 or 15 different, uh, specialists on here. I've had doctors on here explain scientifically looking at an x-ray there is no way that some per, some somebody is experiencing pain because there's nothing on the x-ray showing that there's any dysfunction. There was an example where a guy was working at a construction site. He stepped on a nail and he was screaming and, and he just thought, you know, he was in excruciating pain. And then when they took him to the emergency room, they took the boot off. The nail went right through, like, in between his toes. So it didn't really even touch his flesh that's how powerful the mind is and that's what happens because when you are a person that i don't want to say if you are a person that is always saying yes they're always people pleasing and you're afraid for you know get in conflict with somebody and not speak your mind it will come back to you it will come back to you and i'm living proof of it cuz i used to be that person 20 years ago. And then I started having all these mysterious pains. I went to several specialists and nobody knew what was going on until I started speaking up. I started doing what I wanted. I started giving to certain types of people and I expected people to give to, you know, I expected people to give back and, and I learned how to receive without feeling guilt or shame or obligation. So this leads me to number one. You shouldn't have to beg anybody to get something. Or, for example, you don't have to beg, let's say, a partner for love. You don't, you don't have to um, tell somebody, if, if you don't do this, then I'm not going to do this. Like You don't have to have obligation. You shouldn't have that little thing over your head all the time that if I don't say or do something, that might upset the other person. Or if they do something for me, I'm obligated to do something for them. Um, there's a saying called uh, quit pro pro, and I hope I'm saying that right. And that's like, you know, you scratch my back, I scratch your back. But I'm not going to do something because I feel like I have to. I want to do something because I want to. Because when I have to, that's where the problem begins, especially with empaths. I, I genuinely do stuff because I want to now, rather than doing it to hopefully get something in return. This podcast I'm doing genuinely because I have a passion for, not to get anything in return. I want to help. That's my intention. You know, and you know, the the universe rewards you in all kinds of different ways when you expect nothing in return. So don't expect just because somebody did something, we call this um the unwritten contracts um the four agreements is another great book i have to give a shout out on that where w there's these unconscious contracts that we make in our head that just because you called me i have to call you or just because you know i covered your shift at work um that now you are obligated to do it next time 
there's these unspoken rules um, in society, and when you don't follow them, what happens? Stress, you feel like ashamed, obligated, all these emotions. When you can get to a point where say, yeah, I know that you covered covered me last time, but unfortunately, I'm not obligated to do the same thing. And yeah, you might get a little slack. You might be called selfish, whatever, but you know who you are as a person. And when you can get to that point where it doesn't bother you, when you can say, no, I understand that you did this good thing, good deed for me, but at the end of the day, you have to do what you want to do, not what others expect. Number two, know your value. A lot of empaths, especially the ones that call me on the coaching calls and you know, a lot of people that write in, they have low value of themselves. And I was one of them too, you know? And where does this low value come from? It comes from maybe childhood trauma, from narcissists uh, that they've had in their lives, from relationships, jobs, uh, people in society. They've been hammered down so much over the years that they're, it's automatic now. They have zero value for themselves. So what do you do when you have zero value for yourself and you don't respect yourself? You look to others to, to get, get validation, right? We go to others to tell us what to do. We, we ask if it's, we ask for permission, you know, we, we, we just want to be told what to do because it's safe. That's what we did as a kid. And that's what's going to happen as we grow older. But I'm here to tell you when you can speak your own mind, when you can do and increase that value of yourself, everything changes because we might go after somebody that has lower value because we f- we perceive ourselves of having lower value. And I was one of these people before, believe it or not. I would be applying to these jobs that were maybe a little bit entry level because my value system wasn't there. I didn't think I was worth that much. But then when I changed my value system and I started talking the talk, talking to people higher up, then I knew my value is way higher. So instead of lowering your value to be with somebody, raise your value and then go go match with somebody to meet that value. Because we all have value in this world, like it or not. And you might be at a place where like, I've just accepted, you know, this is who I am. I'm just a low value person. No, that's something that you've been taught. That's something that you've just been taught over the years and you've accepted it. If you want to change that, Obviously, you have to go through some suffering and change. Until you do that, you're going to be remaining, you know, low value. Um, and I'll give you an example. You know, like when I didn't have, you know, all this uh, notoriety, the podcast, and I just was starting off. I didn't have any proof that I knew what I was doing. So I'll, yeah, I was low value. I I couldn't compete with with the big big uh, podcasters out there now. Now I'm higher value because I have the backup. I have a huge community. I got a lot of downloads. I got tons of hundreds of guests that can vouch for me. So my value has risen to astronomical levels. And in my mind, sometimes I will admit that it does go down to that level when I first started this podcast. You may act as low value, but you're really a high value person. So don't underestimate yourself. And so this leads to number three is compliments. 
we have problems as empaths, trauma victims, to accept compliments because I'll tell you one thing. I can get a hundred reviews on Apple on how awesome my podcast is, or I can get a hundred podcast, you know, a hundred reviews from my clients saying what a great coach I, I am. But guess what? I get one bad review, one bad remark, and it just erases everything. Do you see how powerful that is? For every hundred reviews, it takes one to erase everything. That's a that's a crazy ratio. But I get to a point where I'm like, eh. You know, I'm going to get, I'm expected to get one or two people. Not everyone's going to like my stuff. And that is okay. And I'm using this as an example to let you guys know out there, you do not have to have everybody like you. In fact, if everybody likes you and you have 100 reviews out of 100 reviews on whatever business you're doing or whatever, I would say that's a bigger problem. Because. That tells me that you're you're trying to be perfectionist. You're, you're trying to get everyone to like you. And that's just not how the world works. Sure, you can, you can be great and you can have critics and you can have people that hate, you know. And I have that. You know, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people that think that this is crap, you know, what I'm doing. And I'm okay with that because what, guess what? The majority of people like it. But that's not, that's not why I do this. I do this because I like it. Because it's my show and I I get something out of it more than getting people to like me. I get more satisfaction out of it, more than money, more than, you know, anything by even if helping that one person, it was worth doing the one episode, right? So I helped one person. I helped one person's life out. And sometimes people can't see the big picture because you do things because you have to. Because you don't want to let people down, you know, and you don't want that. You want to do things because you have a passion for it, even though people told you you couldn't do it or you're not good enough. You don't you don't value yourself enough. These are all things that have been taught, downloaded in our brains from somewhere, somewhere. You know, it could be childhood, maybe a wound like our parents left us when we were small. We had to fend for ourselves a narcissist boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever the case, it comes from somewhere because we're not born to be this way. We're not born to think of ourselves as low vibrational beings. We are high vibrational beings. And that leads me to number four, ask for help. Don't be afraid to be asked for help. Don't let your ego think that it's wrong to ask for help. I think what one of the biggest things here is, is you know, when people ask for help, that it shows weakness. Do you ever hear the saying, ask and you shall receive? And that is very powerful because if I didn't do, if I didn't ask, I would never have found out, regardless of the outcome. I'll give you an example. Just a couple of weeks ago, there was a person that I never met in my life and I crossed paths with them at a Starbucks. And I'm the type of person where, you know, I kind of mind my own business. I don't like to really talk when I'm out in public because I'm either really into my work or I'm really busy and I'm like trying to grab lunch and just run out. But there there was something that happened that day, that moment that told me I needed to reach out to the, the person that just walked into the Starbucks. And lo and behold, it was somebody that I had... um contact with a long time ago 
But something within me, intuition, whatever you want to call it, love, the attraction, the universe, whatever, it pushed me to go out and reach out to this person and meet with them. And it was a great, great, greatest decision, you know, for me. And I was so proud of myself. Now, that's out of my character to do that. Um, it's just for me to do that. And and so when I look back on it, if I had not said anything and I just walked out and I didn't I didn't listen to my gut, I, I probably wouldn't have met this great person, right? And so that's just like one example. I mean, there could be millions of examples. Like if you didn't apply to that job, you didn't ask out that person or pursue that person or that job or, you know, that business, what would have happened? Because of your, you thought, thought yourself was a low value. Why, you know, I don't have what it takes. You know, I've been through trauma, I'm damaged goods. I get a lot of that through my coaching. Like I get a lot of people are like, I don't know where to start. Like, I just, I don't feel, I don't look the part, you know, I, I, I people are going to think I'm an imposter that I'm just like a fake and who am I? And I says, do you see what you're asking yourself? Do you see all these negative things that are in your mind? Where, where did it come from? Let's back up here. Let's go back way, way back when you were on the playground or way, way back when you were like, you know, with somebody who really hurt you and it stuck with you all these years. And this leads me to the final number five is Receiving can be the hardest thing in the world. And as empaths, we are naturally born givers. And I don't want you to change yourself. I do not want you to change yourself for anyone else. If you identify as yourself as a giver and that's who you are and you're happy with that, good for you. Because I'm like that too, to a certain extent. But there has to be a, a, a fine line, right? Giving too much is like information overload. It's like you're giving so much you have nothing left. And what happens to your energy? What happens to your sleep? What happens to your mental health? What happens to your body? It breaks down. It breaks down over time. And I've seen this. I've seen this in marriages. I have friends that have been in marriages for years and they just don't want to go through the divorce process because... It's just a mess. They don't want to lose the money. So they put up with each other. One's obviously a little more giving than the other. But do you really want to be trapped in a, in a relationship, even with an employer? Do you really want to be in a place where you don't really feel valued and you're only there for, for the money or inconvenience? No, you want to be free. You want to give, but you also want to receive. There has to be a balance. You can't be 100% giving all the time. Because that's the fastest way to ruin your life. And and I'm telling you guys, I was one of them. I was there. I would always give my 110% to everything I did. I didn't want to upset anyone. I'd always overgive. And I was wondering why I would always go to the doctor's office for like inflammation and headaches and back pain and all this nonsense. The minute I started saying, no, enough's enough, I'm going to learn boundaries. I'm going to value myself more. I'm going to do what I want to do and run it the way I want to do it. So I opened my own business. Now I have, you know, not only coaching, but I have a social media company and um, the podcast and then a regular job on top of that. So 
I did that by choice. That was by design. Go back five years, I couldn't even walk. And you wonder why. Because I was always chasing something that would give me validation. Give me validation while I'm here on earth. Please like me. And guys, at the end of the day, it's it does not work, especially for empaths. We are already hardwired to give, so you have to be very careful and you have to take inventory of every single person that comes to your life, even a stranger. I had somebody, I think I was at the um, library in an uh, open area, and this triggered me where this person came from behind. It was, uh, I believe it was one of the librarians, and they just screamed like, you're speaking too loud. And you know, I was trying to take notes for my podcast, and I looked at her, and the old me would have been like, triggered and went back into my old ways from childhood and saw these visions and ruined my day and get angry and frustrated. But guess what? I looked at that lady and I felt sorry for her. I really felt sorry because she was angry, not at me, but probably because of her situation. I can see her face as empaths, you know what I'm talking about. You can tell when somebody's run down, where people with their body language. It's not about me. It was about her having that power because somebody took it away from her once. And because I knew this, I calmly looked at her and I nodded my head and I went back into my, my work and it didn't faze me. And that's how I know that my healing is working very good because I would have gotten triggered in the past. I would have probably was would scream back or, you know, just rush out or, you know, probably ruin my day. But you know what? There was empathy. I felt sorry for her. And instead of yelling at her, because think about it, it could have been me. It could have been somebody wearing my same clothes, same laptop, same place at the same time that would have got that same jolt. It just happened to be me right? The only difference is I've done the work. I know what's going on behind the curtain. I know that she's suffering, right? Who knows? Maybe she's been through abuse. I don't know. But when you can go at somebody and feel that and use your intuition that we all have as empaths, use it to your advantage. And know it's not about you. So wrapping up here, I want you to know that it is okay to receive. It's okay to let people take care of you. It's okay to let people give, but you got to be okay taking it. You can't always be giving and and just hoping that it's it's going to be okay because it's not. Because there comes a time where you're going to meet somebody and they're going to love that you're a giver. They're going to take you all up on everything that you offer plus more, and they're going to know they can get away with it. And don't be surprised if it comes back to you to haunt you later on. Because if you don't get on top of this now, I promise you it will come back in the future. So always put yourself first. Learn how to receive and accept it. Learn how to take compliments. And don't sweat the negative stuff, the, the haters, the, the voice in your heads. And again, all this comes with practice. Every day, journal. Go for walks. Have time for yourself. Don't just run, 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 burn yourself out and then wonder what's, you know, why isn't life's going the way it is? It's because 
you got to put some boundaries in place. You have to be able to accept the fact that you are high value. And if you're listening to this and you need a little help, you know where to reach me. I am taking new coaching clients and I have more guests on the way and I'm super excited for them. I think you guys are going to really love them. Um, so with that said, stay tuned for the next episode. And always, guys, remember, keep moving forward. This is Raj Mataj, and I am out. You're listening to the On Call Impact.